Stephanie J. And I'm Jill Coleman. Welcome to the Best Life Podcast. Here, we talk about everything from success, money, relationships, and entrepreneurship to productivity, honest communication, positive psychology, and how to cultivate an abundance mindset. Make money, travel the world, deepen your relationships, live full out. This is the best life. Where we get all of our uh, podcast topic inspo from <laughs> other people's podcasts. So totally. shout out to Girls Gotta Eat. Um, I haven't listened to them that much recently, but I know that they have a massive, massive podcast and they're pretty funny. They're two uh, comedians. Anyway, I just saw the title of one of their episodes was How to Feel Sexier. Ooh. And I didn't listen to it. So I didn't want to I didn't want to ruin my ideas. Um, <laughs> but I think this is also timely. You know, we've talked about aging quite a bit on here. We've talked about turning 40. I mean, gosh, when we started this podcast, you and I were what? We were like, shit, 37, 36, really 36, yeah. 35, something like that. Yep. And so, you know, you guys have seen us through our, our 40th birthday and I'm going to be yep. 42 next month. And, you know, y'all, it changes. It definitely changes how you feel about <laughs> how you look and your confidence level definitely can change. But also, I don't know, personally, I think I probably feel the sexiest I've felt in, uh, well, definitely compared to my 20s for sure. Mm. I feel like my 30s were my sexiest decade. I, I feel know. like a little bit. Same. I was going to say, I don't feel my sexiest right now, to be honest. I felt sexier while I was dating, but maybe because the sexual energy was high. <laughs> sexual energy was high. And uh, we were also like doing, and this is like, okay, so I'll just start with this. I, I do think that there's something to like the outfit you put on, the clothes that you put on that mm-hmm. can make you feel. And actually, it's funny because you know this. I've When I started dating Keith and we lived here and you moved to Vegas, like every couple of months, I would just call you up and be like, hey, I need to come to Vegas to feel sexy. Yeah. Because like, I was just like living in, I live at the beach. So it's like sh- cut off shorts and a bikini and flip flops all yep. the time. Yeah. And I'm like, God, I just got to put some heels on. I just got to like feel attractive. Got to get my hair blown out. I got to like actually put makeup on and like do it up. There's something about that when you're feeling yourself, when you do get kind of decked out sometimes. I think yes. for me, that's a, that's a major one. Yeah. Well, when I think about how to feel sexier, to me, sexy is a little bit synonymous with just confident. And, but it's like a, a physical, energetic confidence. So it's not confident in like how you speak, but it's more like confidence in like how you look. Body language. That, yes. Yeah, how you carry yeah. yourself. So that's for me, like how to feel sexier in my brain, like how I'm, how I'm thinking about this. And oh, when I was in um, Mykonos in Greece, there's this place called Scorpios. It's a like day club. It's kind of equivalent of Vegas day club, except a lot more bougie and less drunk and um, <laughs> like more more high end. And so everybody there is like dressed to the nines, looks really fancy. And I was unaware of this. So I was wearing kind of touristy clothes, I guess. Um, you know, I wasn't like the worst dress but I I walked in and I was like oh I need to dress up like we need to come back here and we need to do this right because I just feel a certain way not being being like dressed up here and so we went back and I like wore a dress and I just felt I just did feel like sexier I'm like this is how I want to feel here this is how I want it to be it was and a sexy I, vibe right it was yeah a sexy vibe. it was it was the vibe and I think that to your point part of it is how you dress and I do not think this is something that I think is needs to be said is that the 
amount of, I'm putting in quotes, like the amount of clothes you wear equates to sexy. So what I'm trying to say is like, if you're just skimpy, that doesn't equal sexy. You can be pretty modest. Like I had a really long, like flowing dress on. It wasn't like a mini skirt. My boobs were hanging out and that was sexy. I think sexy can be any version of modesty, but it's like how you feel in it and how you come across in it. I've seen a lot of women, and I will say like maybe older women, in their 40s, 50s, 60s, and you see them dress like really scantily. And it's like you can tell they're trying to be sexy, but it's like, mm, you missed the mark, right? Mm. And so I think there's a... I think there's more of an energy behind what sexy is. It's not necessarily, it is how you dress and it is what you're wearing, but it's not really the thing. It's how you wear the thing, if that how makes sense. How you're wearing it. Yes, yes. And I don't know how else to describe that, but I think if you're listening, you somehow viscerally understand what I mean. Mm-hmm. I just think there's a way, like you can wear a, I don't know, like a turtle, a black turtleneck and like black bodysuit and look sexy as fuck and you can wear like i don't know a really short like vinyl red dress and look skanky and kind of trashy you know Mm -hmm. and and you would think that one might be sexier because it's less clothes but i think it's about how you wear it and your sophistication and how you show up and your energy behind the clothes Mm -hmm. yeah i mean i can tell for me like in the times that i was probably the least I felt the least sexy was when I was the most insecure mm. about my body too, mm-hmm. which ironically was oftentimes when I was the leanest. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I mean, think about like when you're getting ready for a show or something and you're, you know, like under 15% body fat, you're getting 12%, 11%, 10% body fat. Dude, I felt like a fucking zombie. Like yeah. no feeling from the waist down at yeah. all, you know? And then I remember once I would get off stage and I would start eating carbs again and I'd start, dude, my libido was like through the roof and I was yeah. getting like, I would get like juicy, you know, I'd like have a butt back and I'd have, you know, boobs back and stuff. And I'd be like, I am so hot right now. <laughs> so it's counterintuitive, right? You think, yeah. oh, the thing you think is going to make you feel like you're more attractive or feel sexier is to be leaner. Yep. And for me, that was not the case. There is a sweet spot because I think that I think you can go too far and be like, all right, now I just feel lethargic because I just am maybe mm-hmm. gaining a lot of weight or whatever. But I know for me, there's a sweet spot of like, I kind of feel like I got a little cellulite. It kind of like looks kind of sexy, you know, like it, there's something about that because it looks very feminine and you're just owning it. And so I think finding that sweet spot for you, I remember shit I I was like reading all these romance novels and I wrote a romance novel and I was just like really feeling like feeling myself and just really wanting intimacy a lot and just my sex drive is like my early 30s and I I wasn't my leanest and it was more just the like how I was feeding myself and the things I was reading and whatever you know so I think you have to find the things that help you feel sexy I don't think that the answer is to get shit-faced you know I think they're (laughs) There's this idea of like, it's going to lower my inhibitions. And we've all seen that person who's like super drunk at the bar, who's like tits are everywhere because they're just like, now I can finally, you know, be as forward as I want to be, or I can say what I want to say. I don't necessarily think that that's like a fake level, you know, right? That's like, let me just lower the inhibitions and, and kind of just be someone I'm not. Yeah. Um, so I think there's a, to your point, it doesn't have to necessarily, I mean, but then you have that person who is wearing something skimpy who does is feeling themselves. Yeah. So, you know, and it's like, cool, more power to you. And I agree with you. It's like, it doesn't matter on the amount of clothes, but it doesn't mean just because someone is wearing something skimpy 
that they're not sex- sexy to themselves. Yeah. Right. They're showing up and they're like, you know what? I'm feeling myself. I'm going to like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm way less modest now than I was in my 20s. And I, it's not because I'm like 40 and I got to be like, I got to show everything. It's like, I just like my body better than I did in my 20s. Yeah. I, I, I do think it is more about how you feel than like what you're wearing. Because I think it can you can have a range of the amount of clothes and be really rocking and feeling and feeling yourself. And one of the things you mentioned, you said you were reading books and you were doing things. I think that so much of sexiness comes from how you're showing up and what you're doing. So it doesn't even have to do with the clothes you're wearing either. It's like you're going to the gym, you're eating good. It's like things that make you feel really good. Mm. Um, Doing activities, getting outside, getting in the sunshine. I think one of the reasons why I felt maybe more my sex, yeah, (laughs) I uh, felt a lot of my sexiest was when when I was dating was because I was like trying to be um, not entertaining, trying to be like attractive, but also um, intriguing to people. You know, like you want to be interesting when you're dating, you're like, and you have got nothing to say, nothing to talk about. You're fucking boring as hell. So I was doing a lot of activities. I was staying busy. I was doing things that were fun. And in turn, that made me feel good because I was building confidence. I was doing cool shit. And so I felt good about myself. And that made me feel sexy. It wasn't necessarily about my body at all. It was just what I was up to. But I will say this. I feel sexiest when my face is like better, right? Like, <laughs> And my hair. Like I have a thing. My hair is um, it's naturally curly, but it's like not super curly it's kind of this weird in between so like when i'm in humidity i never feel attractive i never feel sexy i just always feel like wet rat there's nothing i can do that makes me feel better i look in the mirror i don't care how my body looks i could be wearing the sexiest outfit if my hair is straggly and driving me crazy i feel like dumpy and there's just something about having good hair that makes me instantly feel sexier yes Yes, I will double that. I will definitely agree with that too. It's like, yeah, the humidity. I remember when I went to Costa Rica last year, I was like messaging mm-hmm. you and I'm like, dude, you can't even dry your hair here. No. You just feel like you look like a wet rat all week long. Yeah. And you don't feel attractive. You know, you don't feel attractive. And I want to say that you can feel sexy without like actively wanting sex all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like, oh, I'm feeling sexy. So I like want to jump someone's bones. It's just more like I feel good. I feel like I'm walking down the street, got my chin up, got my, you know, mm-hmm. like I got my shoulders back feeling pretty good I mean I think it's really that and to your point that really is an attractive energy so if you are in dating or even you're just going on a date with your partner you know like I I said to Keith last week I was kind of like I promise you I will do everything I possibly can to not be frumpy like and look I get it you know because people have different different seasons in life and maybe you have young kids and you just don't have the luxury of being able to do some of that kind of stuff but I was like for me I still want to prioritize how I look for me. It was actually funny. So like full circle when I was, when I told you I need to come to Vegas to feel attractive and you were like, who are you trying to look good for? And I said, for fucking me. I'm like, I'm not trying to find someone here. I like (laughs) literally just need to feel better about myself. I need to like shower. I need to get a blowout. I need to get my makeup done. I need to like wear heels. And it wasn't, it's not necessarily because I want to like have a bunch of sex necessarily, maybe, but it's more about just like, I want to feel confident in how I look. And I agree with you. I think you're never going to look 25 when you're 42, you know, like you're just never going to have the skin integrity. You're never going to have that like youthful glow, but there are things that you can do energetically. You can find clothes that make you feel confident, not necessarily tiny clothes, but clothes that fit well, that maybe flatter your body, 
that make you feel like, oh yeah, I always give this advice and I'm sure you do have too with clients if they're doing a, like a brand photo shoot. I was mm-hmm. like, do wear something that makes you feel confident because that's going to be the most important thing. Try, don't try and like struggle into tiny clothes because you feel like you have to. It's funny because I remember <laughs> when you and I were doing figure competitions and we were doing these fitness modeling, how many of those fitness modeling shoots did you feel like you just looked you had to be sexy. Like, I think yeah. that was the, the that phase. was very much the, the aesthetic <laughs> back then. I remember I just looked like I was trying to take a shit. Like that's how my face looked. Like, oh, the sexy face was just terrible. And I could, I felt anything but sexy. I was like yeah. 11% body fat. I was like, yeah. I don't not feel sexy, but yeah. I feel like I have to, because that's the aesthetic within the fitness industry, you know? Yeah. And then once I just was like, fuck it, I'm just going to like have big cheesing smile on all my faces. I liked my photos so much better. Yeah, the the clothes to wear and then trying to make a sexy face when you're in a very awkward pose anyway. So you're trying to hold a weird, awkward pose position, arch your back, and then you're trying to hold this face. You're like, no, this is not, this is not sexy at all. I think um, besides hair and clothes that make you feel good, not necessarily tight, not necessarily skimpy, just clothes that make you feel good. It's also colors. I have noticed that certain colors make me feel like Mm-hmm. I'll like look in the mirror. I'm like, ooh, I like this. And then other stuff, I'm like, like a flower print. I'm like, mm, I don't feel very confident in this. There's actually, I did a post about this dress. Um, I was doing a photo shoot for a friend of mine and her brand. And it was her brand was very bohemian, um, very like neutral colors. And I was wearing this floral dress and I got photos in it. And I just didn't, I was like, it was a beautiful dress, but it just did not feel like me. I felt uncomfortable in it. And I was going to speak on stage. And I was like, you know what? I got to change out of this, out of this. Cause it doesn't feel like me. It didn't feel like I could be myself in it. I could move in it. And it had everything to do with just the color and the print just didn't vibe with me. It just wasn't my style. It wasn't I don't know. It just wasn't my way. So I think there's also knowing your style or your colors, the things that make you feel really good is super important. Like uh, finding a color palette that works for you. There are certain color palettes that are just not like I can't do pastels. I don't feel sexy in pastels. I don't look good in pastels. It's just not my, my vibe. And some people rock that shit. And I think color is a big one. As weird as it sounds, it's like it's actually a thing. Like it is. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. That's and it. And like, I think that they've shown that like there are certain colors that just look better on you. People are just like, wow, that color looks amazing on you, Mm -hmm. depending on like your tone, your skin tone and stuff. So, yeah, I think it is. I think that you can at any age feel sexy, though. But I think it's it is a um, it's a internal job, you know, like to Mm -hmm. be like, all right, what is it going to be for me that makes me feel sexy? And it's going to look different than what makes someone else feel sexy. But there is something so nice about just feeling. And I love that you started out by saying it's just synonymous with confidence. Mm -hmm. It really is. It does. It's not a right. It's not a specific look. It's not a specific size. It's not a specific clothing, you know, genre. It's more just what is it for you? And like, I'm sure people are listening to this and they're like, I would never want to go to Vegas and put on heels. Are you kidding me? I want to wear Lululemon 24 seven. And I'm like, great, right. that's, that's perfect. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. But I think you have to know yourself. Do I need to get decked? Do I, can I just feel like sometimes you can just feel sexy in like some sweats or you can feel sexy in like a little lingerie or like a little, you know, slip dress or something. So I don't know. I think especially as we get older, this is an important conversation to still have because look, I want to be in my 60s still feeling myself. I mean, I don't know. At the end of the day, isn't that what we're sort of here to do is to like like how we're showing up and like ourselves and always working towards that. I'm never going to feel like I did in my early 30s again or my tw- or look like I did in my 20s, but it's like, what's the new version look like and what and paying attention to those things. So yeah. 
Yeah. And I, I like having an excuse or reason to get dressed up and, totally. and make yourself. So like the wedding, you know, weddings are big oh my ones. because like how so pretty. Thank you. I loved it. I Great loved hair. It. Great hair. <laughs> Thanks. I had I had a makeup and hair person do both of it for me. So I loved it. That was important. Um, yeah, having someone else do your hair, you know, blowouts. I mean, having someone else do your hair and makeup is so clutch and feeling game good. changer. <laughs> it's a massive game changer. Learning how to do my own was super helpful, but still, like having VO do your makeup, it's like, oh, you can't. You're like, oh wow, look at me. Like I am. It's so pretty today. <laughs> I know. I'm like, like, if I could just keep this makeup on oh my God. all the time, it's like, shit. It would be amazing. Yeah. Except I wouldn't want to spend the time that it took to do that every day, but I want the results, you know? Right. Would love to have that. Hence but, yeah. filters. Just kidding. <laughs> right. But I think, you know, to add to this, it's like, how to make yourself feel sexier. Like, I don't know, make an actual date with yourself once a month or with a partner, like to get dressed up and do something so that you get to have that feeling because it's fun and it feels good and... I don't know. There's just something about it. So I'm trying, I want to do that more often, like have some kind of excuse to get dressed up and, and to make myself feel good. Even if it is, like you said, in sweats or something, like just feel really good and, and feel good in my body and feel good in like how, how I show up in my I'm energy. Showing up mm-hmm. for sure. Love it. Cool. Cool. Well, thank you guys for listening. Appreciate you. And also as a reminder, We are doing a live podcast recording July 30th in Los Angeles. So if you are in within driving distance or you live in LA or you want to even fly in for it, it's going to be just on the afternoon of Sunday, July 30th. We're doing it with our friend Felicia Romero, who also has a podcast called Hi Felicia. There's a lot of crossover in our two podcasts. So we're excited to do that. We're going to do just keeping it super small, like 30 people or less, uh, super intimate. We'll do a live podcast. We'll take, do some Q and A, some photos, all that good stuff. So we hope that you can make it the link to get tickets is in the show notes um and yeah we'll hopefully be able to see you there we're yeah, gonna try this yeah. out because we we do want to do like a we want to do best life live which is going to be like a trip yes and we were gonna do it in 2020 and then covid <laughs> happened so maybe we bring it back in 24 2024 damn that damn pandemic well we'll tell you about it and you know what i was thinking jail and i'm just gonna say this right since we're recording yeah. that we can announce where we're gonna go for best like live Ooh. at the live Ooh. event in los angeles yep so if you want to know where we're going if you want to join us you need to be in those chairs so you can be the first to know because we'll only take a handful of people to totally. the best life live yeah excited cool. all right y'all well that is it for us hopefully you enjoyed this episode have a great rest of your week and we'll see you on the next one bye guys mother's day is almost here and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around a watch she can wear every day for movement Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.